to King of the Court Podcast. Good morning, America. It's for Uncle Bill. It's been a while. Rest in peace, Bill Russell, man. Everybody lost to Uncle last week. NBA retired to number six this season. Every team will have a clover with the number six on on their court. It's a great way to honor a legend, man. We lost a good one. King of the Court podcast. It's the preseason. We're warming up for the regular season. What's up, guys? How's everybody been? Nobody here to respond. It's just me today, guys. All right. Let's get into what you guys wanted to hear, but you didn't get to hear last week, two weeks ago, whatever. I'm here now. KD wants out of Brooklyn. But now, KD wants Nash and Marks out of Brooklyn. Joe Sy said he going to roll with his coaching staff and his organization. Give him his full support. I don't know. Because initially, when I first heard it, so they go KD being KD again. They go that bullshit. They go that bullshit. They first got there. They got Kenny Atkinson out of there. They didn't need a coach. All of them could be the coach. They got Sean, uh, Steve Nash. Rumor was it that's who they wanted. That's who KD wanted. Now, KD didn't want Steve Nash. Oh, boy. Steve Nash got the job because Sean Marks is his boy. It's not the first time we've seen that in anything. You probably see that at your job every day. What do you do? What would you do if you were the Brooklyn Nets? Do you try to get rid of Kevin Durant? Or do you back your front office? So if you get rid of Kevin Durant, you know you're not going to have Kyrie Irving next season. He's not going to sign the extension. There's a lot of rumblings going on. KD and Kyrie ain't as close as they used to be. Whatever. Shit happens. I don't believe that. Definitely believe they'll get on the court and hoop together. Basketball is basketball. Whatever happens off the court is off the court. Basketball is basketball. But I don't believe that shit. I still look at the Brooklyn Nets right now. Look at the team that's currently constructed. And Kevin Durant, why would you want to leave now? It's you, Kyrie, Seth, Joe Harris is coming back. You got Ben Simmons, who I believe was going to play this season. I, I think that's everybody's forgetting how good this kid really is. He didn't want to play in Philadelphia. He's out of Philadelphia. Whether you believe the, black, the back injuries are not a real fake, 
They'll be playing this season. It's three all-stars right there. It's not a bad big three, actually. Most teams don't even have a don't even have a Ben Simmons. Whether he's on the court or not. He got a big three. Let's say you are the Brooklyn Nets and you do decide to get rid of Kevin Durant. You do decide to get rid of Kyrie Irving. You build around the Ben Simmons. It's not bad. You're not going to get in star power Kevin Durant back in the Kevin Durant trade. But there was a trade rumor that puzzled me. And I wanted to know why either side didn't pull the trigger. My question is, how much would you give up for Kevin Durant? And if you're the Boston Celtics, why would you not deal Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant? So I forget the whole, the, uh, the entire trade package for Jalen Brown. It was Jalen Brown, Lee Marcus Smart. We soon have found out that uh, Robert Williams is off, off limits. Jason Tatum is off limits. So Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. I believe a draft pick and someone else for Kevin Durant. I don't know what held up that deal from happening. I don't think that's a bad deal for either team. You know, um, if Kyrie's going to be out of there, Jalen Brown wants to be a number one. He certainly played like it in the NBA Finals. You know, he wants to be a number one. You got a two-way player. Ben's a two-way player. Even if Kyrie decides to stick it out with them for a season, that's still not a bad team. That's a team that I would go watch play. I'll pay my money to go watch them play. Get rid of Kyrie. You get somebody in the front court to go along with these guys. That's not a bad team. Boston Celtics, you got two monsters. You know, when... uh. Tatum was going through his scoring drought in the finals. He still got a Kevin Durant. You get right back with just those two. You get right back. You get right back with KD and Jason Tatum. Keep Al Horford. Probably pick up a guard. Maybe a trade for Mike Connolly. This guard's available. Just need somebody ain't going to turn over the ball. They'll take care of the rest. But why, 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 but what, what, why Robert Williams? It's very interesting. Why is he off the trading a lot? Uh, he's a trade exception. Why would they not make that move for him? It's very interesting. The Brooklyn Nets were smart if they asked for him too, though, because they definitely need him. They're definitely smart. Um, Draymond Green says that Prime Melo is a better scorer than KD. Um, agree or disagree? You guys hit me in the comments. I don't mind, really. And um, that one there, you can go with either or. It's not a big deal. You can make arguments for both. I'm neutral on that one. Super neutral on that one. I think Kevin Durant's scoring dominance might have went for a longer time period than Carmelo Anthony's. And that would probably sway me with KD. I'm a longevity guy. I respect being able to do something for a long period of time. But Car- but Carmelo Anthony was great during that time period. Um, Brittany Griner gets nine years. After it looked like she might be coming home. 
that's really fucking terrible. That's really terrible that first off she had to even go over to Russia to play to make some extra money. And then it's even worse when you look at it that weed is now legal in places in the United States. Let's emphasize that because it's Russia um, where she's having the issue at. And there's one thing that I'm having an issue with and seeing this is that people are saying, hey, if it was Steph Curry, hey, if it was LeBron, hey, if it was Taylor Swift, they'd be back home by now. Maybe I don't know how true that is, but I guess the law is the law, you know, and um, in this case, nobody's above the law over there. It's just sad to see um, that she had to even be over there for so long before we even knew that she was going to get the nine years. You know, it just looked like Britney was just going to stay there and just till we forgot. Till we made a little noise over here and then um, they hit her with that nine. It's terrible, man. I hope at some point there's more interest in the WNBA. I hope at some point they can do more for them financially. So we can avoid something like this, even even for having to travel to play overseas for some extra dough. Um, at this point, the WNBA is what, 20, 20 something seasons in or 20, 21, 22 seasons in, I think, by now. The game has gotten better. Talent has gotten better. It's improved. Um, I believe it has more of a following. But something has to be done to where um, this doesn't have to happen. You know, I don't, I've never heard any stories of NBA players. I don't even know if they if they're even obli- not obligated, but I don't even know if they can go go play in another country or go play for another league. You know, in their off season and get paid. It's kind of ridiculous. The ladies got to do that right now. But it's a sad story, man. Hopefully. Um, that sentence can get reduced because to be sitting in there over, uh, well, we're saying it's over a weed pen, but I don't think that's it. They said she got caught with more. I don't know the exact amount, but I hope something can get done soon. Uh, Brittany, hold your head. And um, like I said, I hope something can get done soon for you. You can get out of there sooner than nine because that's ridiculous. Uh, what are the odds? Donovan Mitchell stays in Utah this season. If he doesn't end up on the Knicks, I don't think he's going to be there the whole season. Shit, at this point, why not swap KD for Donovan Mitchell? Is that an idea? No? Give the young buck a, uh, give the young buck a shot in New York. Knicks is probably the preferred destination. But I'm pretty sure he wouldn't mind playing in New York. But Donovan Mitchell is a young, budding superstar. Like I said, you got Ben over there. You got Kyrie there. You can always move Kyrie. Or you can always sign somebody next season. 
Ship KD ass to Utah with nobody over there. And stop that damn crying. LeBron is yet to sign an extension with the Lakers. How do I feel about that? It don't bother me none, actually. Why rush? Why rush? Let's see what they could do um, during the season. Let's see how the team looks right now. Um, let's see how Russ looks right now. You move Russ, you move Russ, you get something that you like, you sign an extension. You sign a favorable extension where you, you structure your contract. Maybe he takes a pay cut. You know, maybe he takes a pay cut in season 21 or 22 if he decides to play that long. LeBron bought his dough. Something very interesting about LeBron James and his contract. At his age, he is not eligible for top pay. All right? So I think he's only going to make it about 40-something million dollars. He's not going to be like some of the other guys who, by the time they reach his age, are going to be making about $60 million, $61, $65 million, something like that. Dame. Um, not too sure about Harden. Steph. Steph deserves it. Um, not to say Dame doesn't deserve it. I'm surprised he took that extension over there with nobody being over there. That's crazy. It's crazy, Dame. I don't know, man. You're one of them guys. I don't know what's what's going on in Portland. Why you want to stay there so bad? I know you said you ain't ducking the grind a few seasons ago, but ain't nothing over there, bro. But you know what? I said the same thing about Giannis a few years ago. A lot of crazy things happen, and the Bucks end up winning the championship. So. Best of luck to you. I don't think it's happening, though. LeBron not signing that extension is not a bad thing right now. It's like I said, they move Russ. They get somebody they want or they sign somebody next year. They can restructure his contract where it's favorable to the Lakers. You know, maybe maybe that's what's, maybe that's what's being discussed. Hey, you know, we'll hold out for right now. You know, no need to rush and sign the extension. Maybe Brian may take a little 10 mil off. May do a little 30 million season. What's 10 mil to that man? That man's a billionaire. Billy Brian. Save some of that money for little Brian. Brian and Bryce took the court together last week. For the first time. That's crazy. That must have been a beautiful thing to see your two kids on the court together at the same time. I think we all feel like we grew up with them. The whole James family. We've been watching Brown come into the league as a kid. Now seeing his kids on the court together for the first time last week. That's pretty sweet, man. I would love to see something like that in the league. Even even um Lonzo and Lamelo, I would love to see them play together one day. You know, I think it's good for the league. Even Jello, to get Jello in the league one day. And um even if it's garbage time. Just to get on the court, one of his brothers. I think that would be dope. He just put up like 56 or some shit like that in the, in the Drew League. 52 or 56. Man's a bucket. Man's a bucket, man. I, I've, I've seen other NBA players get in the league. I don't, you know, I don't know. Hopefully when I get Chris back on the show, we'll talk about it. What his thoughts on why you, you, Jello can't get into the league. So he can score the ball, man. Mark Cuban took little shots at Mikey. I don't know if you guys are too familiar with Mikey. But Mikey's definitely a social media talent. Great NBA uh, prospect, I believe so. It looks like it. Kids a human highlight film. I believe he took the overtime route. 
you know, I believe I forget Mark Cuban's exact quote, but it was uh, along the lines of you have NBA players and then you have highlight guys who look like NBA players like Mikey. So um, if you've never seen this kid play before, do some shit. He do some phenomenal shit, you know. Um, but let's see. I hope he makes the league. I'm all for different avenues of getting into the NBA. I love it, you know. Um, once upon a time, you could just come either straight out of high school or you go do your time in college. And now is people are just going to college just because they have to. One and done since there's no more high school. So something very interesting too, I believe it was on Gilbert Arena's podcast. Figure out who it was that was the guest, but they were saying that for some of these um players, going to college instead of coming out of high school is hurting their games because they're putting positions on these players. And then they're turning some of these guys who could be stars into role players. I believe the player they referenced was Lou Alding. But that's very interesting. I've never heard that before. I've never heard that take before. But that's also why I love Gilbert Arena's podcast. It gives us something different. It gives us something more new school. Gil hates the 90s basketball era. <laughs> I don't think he hates it. He just um he just don't believe they're as great as they think they were. It ain't nothing wrong with that. It's a player in his era who did work. He played some of these guys on the you know, tail ends of their careers, too. And maybe might have felt like, you know, maybe in his prime, he would have bust some of their asses. Maybe. I don't know. Kid was pretty damn good, man. For the gun charger and the injuries. He was definitely one of my favorite players in the league at the time. Some of you guys are seeing Steph shooting those threes and walking away. Gilbert Arenas was doing that in those six, man. Game winners, too. Utah. And took the jersey off after that and threw it in the crowd. I was a bad motherfucker. Uh, speaking of Steph and the Warriors, the Warriors are going to open their season against the Lakers and get their rings that night. They do my boy bad, yo. <laughs> they fucking do my boy so bad, man. But it might motivate them. The Russ is on the court for opening night. I hope it lights a fire up under his ass. I really hope it does. Um, I don't have a problem running it back with Russ, to be honest with you. I don't think they got a fair shot. They weren't healthy. Russ might have been the most healthy out of everybody, to be honest with you. I believe he was. The entire team, I mean, too. Not even just Brown and AD. Um, I wouldn't mind running it back. They healthy. You know, we only seen about 20-something games from the three of them together. There was moments where Brown and Russ were on the court together and it didn't look bad. Uh, you know, they were out there with G-Leaguers as well. That's that's not a slight at anybody. They were they were G-Leaguers and people who, who were playing on 10-day contracts and got signed for the rest of the season. Um, you know, they didn't have the most talented squad, but they may do. You still tuned in. You still watched every TNT game. You still watched every ESPN game. You still watched every NBA TV game. If you had a league pass like me, I still watched them play every game last season. Because Brown was out there, that's why. You know, as long as Brown is out there, you got a chance. I saw some nonsense, too, the other day. But then, you know, it was from a memes page. 
The Bronx scored majority of his points this season in garbage time. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out, stat padding. Oh, man. You did. I would have loved to have seen LeBron actually stat pad. Would love to just see it one season. Maybe that would, maybe maybe he did do it last season with the scoring title. Who knows? But I would have loved to have just seen Young Brown just go out there and not try to win. You know, not to say not try to win, but not put the team first. You know, go out there and say, "Yo, I'm gonna get mine for an entire season." I think it's an effortless thirty. Effortless 30. Minimum, I'm giving him 30. 38 and 8. Effortless. He almost did that this season. He was like 38 and like 6 point something. Not like 37 years old. I think he's getting 30 in his sleep if he tries. No less than 30. High, give him about 36 points per game. Maybe 34. Free throws. They can get an easy 34 points per game if he just went out there and said, fuck it. But that's not in this game. It's not what makes him great. He can't give you those nights. The team ain't going to win every night when he do it. Um, Giannis did an interview the other day. About one day playing for the Bulls. People don't panic. The man said he's still about Milwaukee. But you know it's Monday. Came out over the weekend, I believe. So it's probably going to be all over your favorite TV shows later. He did pay a little homage to Michael Jordan, saying, why would you not want to play there if Mike played there? You know? Um, I don't blame him. I don't think anybody's going to Chicago. That man should retire a buck. It's one of those rare um, players that leads their franchise to a championship, two MVPs, Defensive Player of the Year, All-Star MVP, NBA Finals MVP, NBA Champion. Do your 15, 20 over there and retire, legend, man. Don't go to Chicago. You go to Chicago, you think this other guy's chasing the ghost. <laughs> you got some pretty broad shoulders, man, but that's too much of a burden to carry for anybody. Have somebody else chase you when they get drafted. And they look up and see that 34 retired one day. You trying to chase 23? In Chicago? It ain't worth it, bro. Speaking of 23 in Chicago, NBA 2K23 cover, championship edition, got Michael Jordan. NBA 2K is bringing the Jordan challenges back. I can't wait. I think the NBA 2K11 was probably the greatest 2K that ever came out. To a later edition, I think maybe 18 was pretty good. Was it 18? 18 was the Paul George screen, right? Or something like that. I don't know. Whichever one, which, whichever one, not the Paul George one. Then the Kyrie Irving ones, those weren't great. I forget which one it was that had um, Sunset Beach and all of them on there in the park. I mean, the gameplay, the 5 on 5 itself was still pretty good. The last three haven't been too bad, though. Especially the last two. The, um, the next gen 2Ks have been pretty good. I think they're going to hit their groove now in their third year. The graphics look phenomenal. Graphics look phenomenal in those Jordan challenges and that little two minute trailer. Sensational. Can't wait to play it. Game comes out in about a month. 
I think I got scheduled vacation time and around the time that it comes out. It's two K holiday, you know how they go. Gotta take that week, grind your mod player. Throw away a little money right now for some VC. Cause it's gonna be crazy. I think I might get into my team early this year. I usually play my team after the NBA finals. Get a lot of free cards, a lot of good cards. You don't gotta spend as much money. Then you start giving away more shit now because it's the end of the year. But I think I might get into my team early. I used to hate it before. It's all JT's fault. I think I spent about $40 in VC to get packs. Got seven John Barrys. I didn't play that shit for like two years after that. Seven fucking John Barrys. It's ridiculous. Then I remember I wanted to get a Scotty Pippen card. Didn't get the Pippen card. Ended up getting Jordan. So I will play this. But it's not bad, though. It's not bad. I don't mind the um, my team's Diamond Dynasty. I ain't do Madden in years. I forget which one was the last Madden I had. I'm done with Madden. I'm done with football, really. I watch it because I'm still a fan. Cowboys fan. But I'm not as enthused as I once was. Didn't watch any of the preseason games from last week. Probably not going to watch till week one. Still down to do a fantasy draft. If anybody has one, hit me. You know how to find me. I'll join your league. Speaking of fantasy drafts, I didn't even go back and check hours and see who won the NBA one because I was in first place. And you know when I'm in first, nobody wants to play no more. T-Mac called out Rudy Gobert for his offense. Asked him what the fuck he's doing in the offseason. Gave a comparison when he seen... Rudy Gobert was being guarded by Chris Paul. And he had him in jail. The CP, baby. Come on, man. It's Chris Paul. You know Rudy don't really have no moves like that, but it's Chris Paul. But it's very interesting. I see I see signs of aggression from Rudy at times. Um, and he scores the ball. I don't think it's a lack of moves. I think it's a lack of confidence. And I don't think the confidence comes from him because I see times that he calls for the ball and he wants it and he does his thing. It's usually like early in the game or it's usually like at the, in the end of the game where they think they don't have a shot and then they go on a little run. And then it's just like, oh, man, if we had like two more possessions, this would be a closer game. But I see signs from Rudy sometimes, you know. Um, I just don't think that was the game plan, nor did they um, believe in his abilities. But I, I would I'd force him the ball, force a switch, get him a mismatch. You know, and fuck it. It's telling you to throw that shit out the rim, man. You're going to have a better chance of rebounding that ball than the, than the smaller guy on you. Not saying every time it's going to be Chris Paul on him, but the even majority of the centers in the NBA are smaller than him. Small fucker, 7'2", seven, 7'3". Seven, you know? Especially if you especially if you get him against one of the guys in the league that's not one of the premier centers. Right, let him go to work. Let him get the first few touches. You know? Especially now with him playing in Minnesota this year. Jesus Christ, they're going to be long as hell. Long and athletic than a motherfucker. Interesting to see how that's going to play out spacing-wise. But Cat can space the floor. But I don't want him to live on the perimeter. You know, Defensively, I think they're going to be really good. Anthony Edwards is super athletic. He's not a bad defender. Carl Anthony Towns is a pretty decent defender. Pretty good defender. I wouldn't call him decent. We know Rudy Gobert's resume. Three-time defensive player of the year. Um, 
D'Lo may be the only weakness, but he's not he's not bad also either. He's not one of those guys where you're gonna you know say hey, we're gonna pick on D'Lo. At this point now, I'd probably look to trade him. Don't know where I'd send him. But I'd probably look to trade him. Anthony ever say he's gonna be an all star. I believe that's his goal for this season, next season. He's going in the year three, it's possible. Going into the season, I'm gonna be realistic. Usually we'll rank teams and say, especially in the West, this eight's gonna make the playoffs, or this ten's gonna go into the po- the to the play in. I think with everybody being healthy, you really can't say who gonna seed where. Or even make it because um, Zion's back. Brandon Ingram's healthy. CJ McCollum's over there. They still got Devontae Graham over there. They got a pretty damn good team. And that's just the Pelicans. That's one of the teams who didn't make it. Well, they did make it. But, you know, they were a playing team. Lakers didn't make the playoffs last year. They're pretty healthy. They could probably make it. Denver Nuggets may seed higher. They get uh, Porter Jr. back. They get Jamal Murray back. They got KCP over there. Back-to-back MVP, Nikola Jokic. Dallas Mavericks got a little better. Got Christian Wood. Luka going to be Luka. I still think they need some help. I don't think they're done yet. Tim Hardaway Jr. comes back healthy from injury. Finney Smith stepped it up. Losing Jalen Brunson is going to hurt a little bit. Especially when they need a dog. But we'll see. I don't think the Dallas Mavericks are done yet. The Clippers are going to be healthy. PG's back. Kawhi should be back. Norman Powell should be back. That's crazy. That crazy shit is they could go, if they wanted to, if they wanted to play small ball, they could play PG or yeah, I would play PG at the four for a little bit. Over Kawhi. Well, I wouldn't even do that. I'd play um Morris Senior at the four. Play PG. Play Kawhi. Play Norman Powell. That niggas would give you hell, man, on the perimeter defensively. Even if you don't even want to play Norman Powell with them and you play Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson really made them Watchable. When everybody was just writing them off last season, including myself, he made them very watchable last season. <laughs> Shout outs to him. Shout outs to Marcus uh Marcus Morris Sr. The games that he had. The Clippers the Clippers extended Zubak too. Pause. I was a little surprised about that. I think Batum is returning. Ibaka didn't work out too well with them over there. Forgot who else they got over there. That white boy over there, forget his name. It'll come to me. They might not be that bad. Last episode, we were talking about them winning the championship. That's dragging it. But they'll definitely be watchable. Winning the championship, that's dragging it. Because one of them niggas is bound to get hurt. <laughs> who else we got out there? The Warriors, returning champs. They going to be there. Phoenix Suns. Why the fuck you just didn't give DeAndre Aiden that money? Like, early on. What was the drama? 
What was what was the reason for all of that? Why you just didn't pay the man? Why you waited? And, why you waited to see that the Indiana Pacers was going to try to give him some money and then say, "All right," within like hours, like, "All right, we just gonna pay him." Like, what was the point of that? This is how these stories get created in the media, and you see players are unhappy and this and that, whatever, and these things. Cause it's stupid shit like that. Oh, he doesn't take the game series. He's playing video. So what? Is he even 21 yet? 22? Whatever. How old is he? So what? He plays video games. You want him out there in the clubs? Getting in trouble? You want him in the street doing dumb shit? Getting in trouble? Pay that man. Maybe last season might have not been an indicator that, okay, we need to pay him right away. But definitely the year before in the finals, pay that man. You shitting me? Where else you gonna find a young center available like that now? All the other centers that's good is locked up. They locked up and locked away. Come on, man. You put that guy with the right with the with with the right uh, front court mate. You might have a young Tim Duncan over there. You know? CP getting old. Yeah, your one two might have to be book book and Aiden. That's CP and book. Chris Paul could play forever go having them young them, them them two young gunners, man. He ain't gonna be your number two. Still CP, still I still still gotta respect the guard. Still gotta respect the point guard. But you might have to rely on them young horses, man. Bridges is damn good too. I was just getting ready to say maybe they ain't near the wing. They need something. Where's TJ Warren? I know that's super random. I think he was he going to Brooklyn or something like that. I saw somewhere. I was one of those guys breakout bubble players, but then he was hurt last year. But I'm interested to see where he's going to be though. <laughs> what he's going to do? Um, Philadelphia 76ers in the Eastern Conference. Uh, back to back backpedaling to Kevin Durant. Or him and James Harden is good again. Or speaking terms, at least that NBA the uh, the All Star selection shit was the funniest shit in the world. How he left him on the board like that and didn't want to pick him, and then James said he ain't playing in the All Star game. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> All for them to be on speaking terms, or for them to be good now. Daryl Morey pulls off that trade somehow and gets Kevin Durant. That'll be fucking insane for Joel and B to have. James Harden and KD, that's scary. But I like the team that they the way they have it right now. To be honest with you, I like I like teams when they have a lot of depth. Because when you don't, one injury can sabotage your whole season. You know, um, I like to roll with a team that's deep. I wonder how soon they're gonna try to trade Matisse Thybul. I like Matisse Thybul over there. They don't really value defense in Philly, I see. They've been trying to get rid of this boy about a season or two. We know he really can't shoot. But he plays great fucking defense. Like, he ain't like, oh, okay, yeah, he's like a, he's a good defender. Like, he's second team all defense. And he don't even start. They gotta figure that out. Uh, I don't think he's that bad. His his shooting might be based on confidence too, because 
you see NBA players play, man, and you just see them practicing or just playing with the civilians, and it they all look like Mike. So I don't think that he can't shoot. I just think that it might be a confidence thing. Give him another year. You got Maxie over there. Lee Shake Milton still over there. Yeah, a lot of young talent. Roll with that shit, man. Let James come back to being James. Roll with that shit. They ain't winning their championship. But just roll with it. The Bucks. Middleton comes back healthy. They may be able to get back because they weren't healthy last year. They were not healthy last year. They did play a lot of basketball in the last two seasons, but they were not healthy. Ajante Murray is on the Atlanta Hawks. I would have preferred to see him on the Knicks. Um, it's very interesting <laughs> how he's been wilding in the uh, the uh, the off season. Tried to make the little rookie boy look like a fool. He did, and what a nice move, though. But then the extra shit, they went to the Instagram. Paolo had a few words for him. DeJounte had a few words for him after that. Uh-oh, the OG Julius Herman's checking in. Let's see what he said. So LeBron is, yes, the chosen one in that regard. You know, from he's going to play into his 40s. He's going to start at 18, and he's going to have, you know, probably going to have a 22, 23-year career. And and nobody's done that in basketball either. Because uh, those last few years for Shaq and for Kobe, you know, they were they were on the bench. They were on the sidelines. They were, they were there. They were getting paid, but they were on the sidelines. They were done. Uh, LeBron, it won't be the same for him because he can still be that complete player. His skills are so diverse. His, you know, he's putting a million dollars into his body every offseason <laughs> to be able to still be out there with the with the tonal machine and and uh, the uh, you know stuff that legitimately you know is going to help him maintain his uh, physicality. So yeah, he's going to be the guy at the at the end of the day. He's going to be the guy who reestablishes the bar for what the GOAT is. Okay. Uh, in your debate, yeah. the GOATness campaign. Yeah, very interesting. Give it a little longer. I'll wait till he officially retires. I'm not getting into that. I retired from that debate long ago. Y'all will not bait me into that anymore. I said what I said six years ago. I'm sticking with it. King of the Court podcast. Preseason, summer shorty for y'all. Check back in with y'all. Some interesting news. Some things I got brewing that I think will be coming out late. Well, not late, but a little bit. Give it another week or so. Comes out this week, you'll hear from me again. Comes out next week, you'll hear from me. Either way, you'll be hearing from me. We out.